Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs to the OT's Get Paid podcast, episode 56. Today we are talking productivity basics or what happens when your productivity hits a wall. I'm going to start out with a story. In the last few years, my social circle has shrunk. By the way, I needed a retake on that. That took me a minute to actually say properly. My social circle has shrunk. It's not an easy one. I used to be very outgoing. I used to consider having a lot of friends important. I used to have a robust social calendar. I used to have events to attend to. Concerts with groups, fundraisers with groups, dinner parties at people's houses, going out, etc. Now, I have very few of those things. (laughs) Now, I feel like a recovering extrovert. Now, I have far fewer social plans on the docket. And this isn't just COVID-related, or I would say it's a COVID story. I have way fewer good friends. I only have a handful. We do quieter things. I don't even have a dog, and I go on dog walks with them. We might have a glass of wine in the backyard or on the front porch. Sometimes we'll go crazy and walk to a movie. And at first I was really concerned I'm a loser, I thought. People don't like me. I can't follow through. Where have all these friends gone? What has happened to my social world? And eventually I came to realize, it's all good. I have who I need. 
and I have what I want to satisfy my basic need for connection, especially in this season. And so with that, I want to talk about what happens when your robust kick and butt and take a names productivity system that you've studied, that you've purchased, that you've learned from one of our OTs get paid programs that your best bud taught you about, et cetera, et cetera. What happens when that changes? I want to talk briefly about my most basic productivity system and why it works and what happens if you feel that you've lost the sexy, fast-paced, more robust system you used to have, or if you don't have anything, why this works. I have two basic productivity systems at play. Shameless plug, the first is my CEO weekly report. There's a link in the podcast resources to this. It is free. It comes with a actual CEO report that you can download and copy for your Google Drive every week. It has prompts. It keeps you on track. It is gold. It is free. Go get it. Also have some video with it. The second is my Trello boards. Now you can use any kind of to-do system that you want. Many, 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 many of us still have pen and paper, and I will not berate you for that. I'm going to encourage you to try use something online. It tends to grow with you as opposed to pen and paper. Things can get stuck in that journal of yours. And eventually you're going to be hiring somebody, whether it's a bookkeeper or a VA or your first person to help with fulfillment and organizing projects and organizing team communication, et cetera, can all happen on these systems, whether it's monday.com or asana or Trello. I have many different what's called Trello boards, which would be pages. And one of them is called My Week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then unassigned in lists, if you can picture them, vertical lists. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley? As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my client started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay, so where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website templates and you've got your download. Sounds great. And every day I put what I need to do in the morning and in the afternoon. And then when it's done, I kind of move what I've done into the done category. I know you need a bit more of a visual at this, but we're talking basics here. So hopefully you can understand where I'm coming from. So it is a to-do list. It is Monday through Friday, or if it's not assigned, I put it in that not assigned place. It is AM, it is PM, and then I move it to done. The idea and the the 
upsell on some of these and that I like is you can click on the card or the link or whatever it is in these productivity systems. And you can look to see what's on the back of the card where you can have checklists and emails that people sent you, et cetera. It's actually a nice way to organize info too, especially if it's project-based. But we're just talking our basic week-in, week-out productivity system. So at the end of each week, I look through what is in the done category, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I open up my weekly CEO report and I track the things that I did. I track the things that I did not do. I would say, as I'm interrupting my own thought, Trello is more objective. Trello is like list, 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 done, 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 check, no, check, no, right? The CEO, uh, weekly CEO report is quite subjective. It is prompts. It is questions. It is allowing you to think about your week from 30,000 feet. What did you accomplish? What do you need to still accomplish? What is like big, bad, and bold, and you can't go beyond, and I know you're ignoring it, so let's bold it. Let's get it out of the way. What, how does this relate to your goals? How does this relate to the season of flow that you're in? Who helped you the most? Are you living out your intentions, et cetera, et cetera? That's what really the CEO Weekly Report does. And I look at the end of each day, I see what was done, and then I go from there. Sounds great, right? It doesn't take that much time. I typically do it on Friday afternoons because I don't really want to do quote unquote work work on Friday afternoons and I actually like this. I think it's a really, it allows me to get out of the weeds and into 30,000 feet. And you know, every day I have my Trello board open to my to-do. It's, it's a little, it's kind of like dinner prep. I always say, if I put a list of what I'm cooking each day on the fridge, it's faster even though I've had to kind of plan a little bit more and buy the groceries, et cetera, et cetera. It saves time. It takes a little bit more, but it saves a lot of time in the long run. So do I always do this? No, <laughs> which is the theme of today as well. You can even have some basics and you still don't do it. I was reminded of this, which is why I'm doing this podcast episode right now, as I finally open my shoot and trello board again, which I haven't done in about a month and a half. That's a lot of weeks if it's a weekly Trello board or my weekly CEO report. Don't tell my coach. <laughs> to those of you that I've taught this in the 100K Club, it's okay. I don't do it all the time either. And it's okay not to be perfect. It is okay not to be consistent. I used to set a resolution to be more consistent every year. It never worked. And listen, I love a goal. I'm an Enneagram two, three. Threes, we love the work. And according to my Clifton's Strengths Finder, I am strongest at individualization, being an activator, a strategist, and a futurist, which means I can personalize, I take action, I help people achieve, and I figure out a plan with the future in mind. Okay? So does that sound like the background of a person <laughs> that is going to drop some productivity balls. It is. Now I set goals on the reg. I don't believe in New Year's Eve goals anymore. Each week, each quarter, each year. If you want to know more, I have a strategic planning doc. I have a podcast about it. Go there into the podcast resources and you can download. But, you know, it is what it is. And even though I hate that sentence, hate being a strong word, I really hate that sentence. I want just to 
connect with you and make you realize that you can still have the most basic thing in place and you can still drop the ball on productivity. And that is fine when using your systems. So let's talk about where you really need to be consistent if you feel that you are dropping any kind of productivity ball. The first is you need to pay your people and you need to communicate with your people, whoever your people are. And if it's you, you need to pay yourself. Number two, you need to serve your people. You need to serve your clients. That is called fulfillment. That is pretty obvious. What do you need to really do? How do you really need to show up? How can you show up and keep that fulfillment piece in place? Number three, this one can be tough for a lot of people. What is the number one marketing tool that moves the needle in your business? And how can you be consistent with it? We have a masterclass that we're going to be launching again, probably in August, not sure. And we, I have called it the um, sp- strategy over spaghetti masterclass because so many of us throw spaghetti on the wall and hope to see what sticks in the case of marketing. And we do not that want that for you. I want you to know, and if you don't know, you can sign up for one of our programs, the Road to 100K or the 100K Club. What is the number one marketing tool that moves the needle in your business? So for us, it is the podcast. So we keep doing the podcast. Is it sending out podcast emails? Not 100%. Is it social media? Not 100%. These things are all value add. The number one marketing tool that moves the needle in our business is the podcast. As well, do you know some general metrics? For example... What are you selling? What are your goals for selling? What did you sell? And how did you sell it? Was it through clarity calls? One-on-one? Was it group enrollment for a group program like a masterclass or group coaching, etc.? Was it through email? Was it through any of the social media that you're doing, like a Facebook group? Or a podcast? Is there a link on your podcast or the podcast you were on that people clicked through? Keeping those general metrics updated. And again, it goes back to what is moving the needle in your business. So those four things, paying your people and communicating with them, anybody on your team, including yourself, serving your clients, obviously fulfillment, marketing, what is that number one thing that is moving the needle in your business that is getting you the biggest return on your investment? Keep doing it. And number four is collecting that data, particularly around sales, so that you know how to keep that going. There's a book called One Thing by Keller. And this was a gentleman who owned an incredibly successful real estate agent in New York City. I think it might have gone, did it go national? I can't remember. And His whole book is focused, obviously, on focusing on one thing for goals, and it's based on the domino effect. And I don't have the researcher in front of me at the moment, but basically the researcher found that one small domino can bring down a domino that is 50% bigger. And that means that when you prioritize the right thing in the moment, everything else falls into place. 
when you have systems, and believe me, we'll be talking a lot more about systems. This is specific to productivity and what to do, what's the basics and what happens if it goes off the rails. When you have systems and you're having trouble keeping up, what do you need to focus on? Do you need to focus on traffic, leads, sales, data? I think the same thing can be said for systems. I know that I get into a little bit of trouble when I'm not updating my CEO weekly report or my weekly to-do list, and I start to write things down on paper. Paper, paper, but not organized paper. Like stickies, I have a lot more stickies that aren't very, shall I say, organized. In a real pinch, I will use my calendar, my online iCal, as my to-do list. But those are signs that mm, things are slipping a little for me, and I've got to make sure that I'm covering the basics. So I feel freer after that. I realize that with this thought process that I'm sharing with you, with these tips, and with that very basic productivity system, I can be consistent on the things that matter the most. I mean, I've already done that in my lifetime. I have kids. They're healthy. I'm focusing on their education, on all of our nutrition, on our social connection, on moving our bodies. I know you are too. We got this. So if my basic productivity system of a Trello board and a weekly report start to go wah, wah, I know at least that where to focus on the consistency with those four points. And it's really easy to get back to because it's not overwhelming when the time comes. I hope this was helpful. We're going to talk more about this going forward. I would love to hear about your basic productivity systems in the OTs Get Paid Facebook group. Please come join us there. The link is in the show notes. Until next time. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you had feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>